0: your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. 752. We're closing off with a story that uh, is fascinating. He's someone that we have uh, covered before here on the show. But uh, he's doing some interesting work in the healthcare space, filling the medical supply gap in various different countries across uh, the continent. His name is Tony McPherson. Tony, um, you are an entrepreneur. Remind me, are you are you 20 or 21 now?
1: <laughs> Hi, Michelle. I'm currently 20.
0: You're currently 20. I, I can't. Every time we follow this story, I'm like, nah, not possible. So tell us exactly what it is that uh, you do. McPherson Trading, what is it that you do and the countries that you currently service? McPherson Trading is one of my new companies. Uh, I have founded
1: it in. Uh, January 2019, after I identified that there was a lack of supply chain in African countries for medical consumables and disposables, particularly those countries that have extremely difficult to deliver areas. So I uh, was already... Very comfortable working in those countries due to me exporting the world's only powdered-based emergency oxygen to those countries. So I already kind of knew the different laws pertaining to import permits and the shipping regulations, has packing etc., cetera, etc. And I had a little bit of knowledge on the terrain and the different delivery methods as well. I was already working with a lot of the companies that operate in that area to procure the the medical stock for the rural clinics. I was already working with the United Nations on tenders, supplying them oxygen. So I kind of just launched this company after I realized that there really is a lack of access to medical consumables and disposables. Yeah. And I launched it without having to buy any stock, without having to, in the beginning, increase my, my staff volumes, because it was really just a tender-based procurement consulting company. So, and within three months, the company just just took off. When, when these outreach programs and the, the clinics realized they now can efficiently and quickly access stock,
0: so, 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 Tony, let's, um, you, you were, McPherson Trading was, in fact, selected recently as one of the top SMMEs in South Africa. And uh, one of the, the reasons I was kind of interested in the story is because of, and I'm putting this in inverted commas, the challenges of doing business in emerging markets. And when I look at the list of um, countries that you have serviced, Mali, Malawi, Tanzania, the Democratic Republic of Congo, I'm very aware of what those challenges are. I mean, I look at... Even the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo, the roads there are a disaster. How to get things across borders. I recently heard of a large corporate that um, gets their product across borders on bicycles because they can do it um, tax-free, but they can also support uh, small businesses, etc.
1: Yes, there are some real challenges that we do face in the emerging countries, Some of the most interesting work that I've done for a tender, I can't reveal who the client was, but it was a tender in the DRC, and the the area where we had to deliver was so landlocked with extremely bad access roads that there was no way we could send delivery vehicles in there. So what we did was I consigned all the stock from around the world. I consigned from China, from Germany, and from the U.S. as well. I consigned in a facility in Kinshasa. And from there, we sent it on delivery vehicles to a to the, to the closest open pan of area nearest to the delivery point. And we actually had to lift the crates with helicopters and deliver them with helicopters. That was some of the most interesting work that I've
0: had to do in the contract. Jeez. Tony, uh, you mentioned the word tender, and I feel a little claw in my stomach. Um, And I wondered if you could uh, explain to us how one does a tender appropriately and correctly without having your ID printed in lists of uh, tenderpreneur problematic um, issues. So basically
1: how how the tenders work with these foreign nationals are very similar, but at the same time, incredibly different to how the tender process in South Africa works. So overseas, there's no BEE system. You don't get graded on BEE points for your tenders. Also, they look at service delivery and quality of your products, whereas there's no corruption well, let's put it this way, there's very, very little corruption that I've heard of when it comes to tendering for these big corporates and outreach programs that work in Africa in in rural healthcare. So what happens is a tender application document goes out to the list of suppliers that are already registered with these companies, they go out and they say, this is what we need, X, Y, Z, so many of them, this is how quickly we need it, this is what we're willing to pay. Then yeah. my company goes and sources those, those products at our different suppliers. We do not carry stock because we don't sell every day to the public. We only do specifically these tenders. Yeah. So what then happens is I go and source these products from my suppliers, I get my price, I put together the best price I can possibly offer, so that I can come in well below what they're willing to pay to guarantee me the work. That also enables me to have a very good standing with the company so that next time they realize that my products are of quality, I ship quickly, I handle all the all the service afterwards, as well as I'm affordable. Yeah. Then my, my application documents get put together with all the product certification, um, or my documentation, pricing, etc., as well as a delivery plan. That's very important when uh, using these tenders for the medical products to be delivered in the difficult-to-deliver regions, mm. is we have to have a delivery plan. The client wants to see how do we plan on getting the products to yeah. the delivery spot when no one else can. I mean, I- Then all these, all these documents get sent through, and we normally find out in about a week if we got it or not.
0: Okay, Tony, we need to get out of here because we have to go to the news. You mentioned at the beginning of this interview that you're 20 years old. How old were you when you started doing business?
1: I was 15 when I launched my first company.
0: Isn't that child labour? (laughs)
1: not when you work for yourself
0: (laughs) or your family tony mcpherson thank (laughs) you so much for joining us he believes in quality health care and medical access for all. fascinating story and certainly uh, the challenges of uh, doing business uh, across the continent in different countries is very exciting it's uh, eight o'clock it's time for the news so good morning